Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Good morning, and welcome to episode 85 of Yarns from the Plain. Retreat. How are you? I am very, very peaceful. I hope you are too. Today is Sunday the 6th of April. It's about half past seven in the morning. And I am here outside Minders Farm Priory. The sun is up. It's shining past the castle here at Linda's Farm. I'm going to go in and uh, take part in the 8 o'clock service. It's the first time I've taken communion for quite a little while. Um, it's not something I typically talk about, <laughs> but there you are. Um, but just feel something I'm compelled to do today. And I thought that whilst I was here, since it was so quiet and so peaceful, and it's so long since I've spoken to you, that I would speak to you now. So, here I am. So, what am I doing here? Well, it's the first weekend of the Easter holidays. I have, well, they're not Easter holidays, although Easter falls in them this year. We call call it spring break now, sadly. Um, I've brought my aged parents um, to Mundeswan, to Northumberland, in fact, for a week, which seems crackers now, since... One of them uh, has had two strokes and is sometimes confused, and the other one has uh, arms and legs that don't seem to want to work anymore. But uh, there we are. We're, you know, we've come to one of the hilliest parts of Britain, but it seems like a good place. But actually, I, I can the sense of peace here. I don't want to leave Lindisfarne. I only arrived at about four o'clock yesterday afternoon, and it's just bliss. I've been before on day trips. But of course, when you're a day tripper, you go again before the tide comes in and cuts the island off. This is the first time I've stayed. And without the day trippers, it's got a completely different feel. And it's just exquisite. Absolutely exquisite. Quiet and full of bird song, which you might be able to hear behind me. And uh, the occasional cawing of rooks and some noisy seagulls at times. And it's just bliss. I haven't podcasted since the last holiday. This half term has just been manic. I don't quite know where March has gone. And it's just wiped me out, really. And so I need some restoration. And I'm finding it here already. And I'm hoping that the retreat will give me some time to just sort of think and make some life choices it sounds far more dramatic than it really is um but some people who um have met me recently will you know understand possibly where i'm coming from here so um but it's you know it's it's time we've uh, uh i've got some time to think some time to take stock and uh it's proving very very helpful and it's just beautiful I actually do have knitting and crochet with me, but I don't actually have it with me right now because actually I think I just need to enjoy the now. 
and that's maybe part of what my problem is at the minute that I haven't been but there we are that sounds oh god sounds terribly dramatic but don't please don't worry about me I'm absolutely fine um absolutely fine gosh that did sound terribly dramatic didn't it so um I have a, a, a small problem with my shoulder at the moment which is making life very difficult um I I have a pain in my shoulder, which means that actually to sleep on it can be very uncomfortable. And it woke me up yesterday. I actually had to go and have painkillers, which is the first time I've ever had to do that. Um, And the pain is particularly felt when I am writing something or when I'm knitting or crocheting. So I'm wondering if it's a form of RSI. Um, So this week it's been manic with work um, and getting all the books marked and everything left behind before come back so uh, or before I came away I should say so I just really haven't knitted or crocheted at all this week um just to try and rest it I'm hoping it will work uh and that that will have helped um because it is you know it's just uncomfortable um so uh you know I haven't had a great deal of progress although to be fair I haven't had a great deal of progress of anything (laughs) Um, since I spoke to you last, I've needed one item, um, which I will um, mention. But I'm actually going to talk about retreat of another kind, and that is the pod retreat. The pod retreat that took place on uh, in f- the February half term in Chester, which um, I organised with Amy from Knitspin Cake, which I organised because I kept thinking, I want to go on a retreat. I want to go on a podcast retreat. No one's organising a podcast retreat. Why won't anybody organise a podcaster retreat? Oh, I suppose I ought to organise a podcaster retreat then. But I didn't know whether anyone would come if it was just me, so I roped Amy in as well. And um, I sort of sorted out the house and the day trips and things and bounced ideas off Amy. Amy was an absolute star because she organised goodie bags. Fantastic. Um, Daisy Bamboo Designs made us some um, exclusive bags with licorice all sort fabric yay um coats the lovely people at coats provided us with um a pack of 10 different colored balls of rowan pure wool aran um amy made some fabulous uh, stitch markers with actual um, instructions on you know knit two together slip slip knit those kind of things can't wait to use those um, I haven't got a new project, I haven't started a new project, so I've been very good, I haven't started any new projects, that was my Lenten promise, not to start any new promises, uh, projects. Um, so I haven't used those, what else was in there, there were a few bits and bobs, more bots, bits and bobs from Rowan, including a, a Sarah Hatton pattern, um, and a few postcards. I made, uh, I dyed up a, um, colourway, entirely nicking the Golden Skeins fabulous photograph idea, um, found a photograph of um, a Roman soldier patrol. If you've ever been to Chester, you will have probably seen one um, going around the streets at some point. It's part of the Diva Museum. They take uh, the visitors out on a, a little Roman soldier patrol. I've done it with the children in school, and it's absolutely fabulous. They adore it. And the photograph I found was a full... It looked like it was half a, half a century, um, which only has 80 men, not 100. There you go. There's an interesting fact. Um, so I used that as inspiration. So I dyed um, some of the Nether Alderley um, yarn base, which is the high twist blue face Leicester. Um, 
British Brew Face Leicester and dyed it in some red and some um, gunmetal, I think it was gunmetal, and um, yellow. And of course they bled nicely into each other. So it's absolutely, I, I, I know I shouldn't tell I sound very cocky, but I did, I love it. I love it. I just hope it knits up really nicely. I'm, I'm a bit scared to knit it up, you know, because it's so lovely in this game. And you're just worried that you'll, you'll ruin it. Amy designed a pattern, a hat pattern, called the Chester Fern, which is now available. Um, she has now released it. So it's for a nice slouch, nice slouchy hat that will use up most of that skein of rowan. I designed a pair of um, ridged ripple crochet mitts that use around about half a skein. Um, I've actually got it in with a tech editor and I've just realised that, bless her, she wrote to me about a month ago with a query uh, and I was away at the time <laughs> celebrating my dad's 80th and I haven't <laughs> I haven't got back to her to answer the query. Oops, sorry Val. Um, so I'm hoping that that will be available um, soon. That's one of my jobs this holiday to go back and have a little fiddle and answer her query. Um, but there we are. So those were those were the goodie bags and Amy was an absolute star. And the, the retreat took place in a house on the outskirts of Chester in Half Green. It's a fabulous house. If you have listened to Knit Spin Cake's recent episode, uh, or indeed Shiny Bees, then you will already be aware of some of the um, specific features of this house. Uh, the house was over um, four floors. Yeah, that's right. So um, you came in the ground floor and there was the dining room and the drawing room, sitting room, if you may, um, and one bedroom. You went downstairs into the basement for a morning room and um, a great big kitchen with an auger uh, and out onto the back, but it was a bit wet, so we didn't really use that. On the first floor were two bedrooms. There was a mezzanine with another bedroom and then the last two bedrooms were on the top floor. And throughout the house were a series of prints by uh, of work by the same artist that obviously had a a theme, a theme that seemed to involve an awful lot of um, hoops made out of rope floating in midair with small animals on. Mine was a tiger cub, uh, but we saw other small kittens looking nervous balancing on these things. There were ballerinas balanced on them. Uh, Clowns, not as in a circus clown, but sort of, you know, a Poirot... Uh, I can't say it. I want to say Poirot. It's not right. Perro... You know the one. You know, he's got a tear and a, you know, snazzy pants. Those kind, That kind of clown. Um, and it was all a bit weird. Um, the piece de resistance in that series was the one that was in the dining room because that appeared to be... Um, now, I can't remember. Somebody did research it. I think her name is Leda. Um, basically, she um, <laughs> she's she's surrounded by swans. Uh, she's only wearing stockings. The stockings have a very interesting swan detail in the top of the um, you know hem, uh, and she's being dragged through the sky by these swans. Uh, the story apparently is um, that Zeus came and um, I think it was Zeus normally is turned himself into a swan and had his wicked way with her. Um, so there you go. A bit of um, swan porn, if you if you like. So anyway, there was some there was some interesting pieces of artwork. Uh, somebody commented on my wallpaper, 
and said, oh, it's lovely. It's little shepherds and shepherdesses. Look at the little lambs. I looked closely, and the wallpaper is done in the style of, um, you know, those sort of Georgian shepherd, shepherdess bucolic scenes. And there is a, a shepherd, and there is a shepherdess, and there is a little wee lamb. But the shepherd is leaning over and copping a feel of the shepherdess. Honk, honk, if you know what I mean. Gavin a boob. Nice. All over the walls. That room was quite large. There was quite a lot of shepherds. Grabbing shepherdesses. It's quite scary. Uh, but anyway, we met on the Thursday. Um, I arrived just after, uh, about lunchtime and Amy arrived soon after and then we went to go and pick up uh, Liz. And then uh, Amy then went to go and pick up Joe and um, Stedders and Ali from the station and Jen was dropped off by her husband because she's local like me. And we had a blast. It was marvellous. I have not laughed so much for so long. I laughed until my sides ached. I laughed until I cried. I learnt some new words um, that, you know, it, it just made me laugh. Snorkeling. Apparently it's what dogs do when they're looking for food. They snor- go snorkelling for food. Apparently, there was you and me thinking it was something you did in the water with a basque, but no. Uh, I'm norks. I'm not even going to fill you in with norks. Um, political discussion raged at various points, and then was punctured politely by the phrase, it's only Ed Middleland. That will mean nothing to anybody other than the seven of us who were there. And I do apologise terribly for the in-jokes, but... That's one of the reasons why we didn't record in the end, because there would be so many in-jokes that it just wouldn't have been fair to you. But it was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. So on Thursday, we didn't do much apart from just get to know each other. I knew... um, I'd met everybody there apart from two people once before. Um, So it was lovely to catch up with people. And um, it was just... It was great. It was absolutely great. On Friday, we went out to Macclesfield... Um, to go to the uh, Paradise Silk Mill. And that was absolutely superb, really, really good. Great um, guide who took us round. We had a, a private little tour. Um, I had a go on winding one of the pern bobbins, uh, which is a job a five-year-old did. Well, I made a dog's dinner of it. So, obviously, not a job that I'm going to be able to do in a... In a, in a former life or a past life or a future life or whatever it's useless uh, made a right dog's dinner so but it was it was absolutely great looking at we then went to the silk museum next door um, which had lots of details about the industry and features and it was really really interesting the plan was we were going to come back from that and then go to, into Chester but uh, I came back a different way um, from Amy because of course being a local I, I came on the route that I would go which isn't actually the quickest route because it goes across the country across the county um, past my house which is the quickest route actually along the motorway um, but there we are um, so they arrived before we did they'd already got the kettle on with the Arga uh, and we arrived just as the hailstorm came so we actually dived back into the house took sanctuary and curled up in front of the Arga and knitted and watched um, watched the Olympics and um, had a good old giggle so that was Friday and uh, oh
I'm going to leave now. That is calling me um, to the to the service. So I'm going to leave it at that point, and I'll pick it up later. Okay. Bye. So where was I? Oh yes, Saturday. So Saturday morning, um, we set out to stash fine yarns and hit the shops um, and met up with Emma, who came to join us for the session. We, um, I was going to be really controlled. Joe from Shiny Bees uh, laughed hysterically when she realised that I had in my bag a um, two skeins of Regia Sock Yarn um, in a bright sort of appley green and a shade of some Rowan Alpaca in um, a lovely, rich, purpley magenta when she realised that they were exactly the same colours of yarn she'd seen me buy in the um, Fibre Space Scrumptious at Yarndale to make the Malorn, which still hasn't been made yet, um, and realised that I had exactly the same thing. She also couldn't quite believe that that was all I had in my bag. And that was pretty much all I had in my bag until I hit the cash desk and by then I'd managed to pick up a jumper's worth of the newly introduced Rowan denim and um, I think it's in the colourway it's in the different colourway to the one I already have in stash and then a um, jumper quantity of some sail yarn um, Debbie Bliss I think it's Rialto Aran so bad I haven't even taken it out of the bag do you know when you just think I really do have a problem I have I have a, a yarn buying problem. I really do. I'm sure I must be saving up for that time where I have no wages at all and I can actually then knit to the rest of my life with a whole range. I can shop the stash. That must be what it is. But we had a lovely time. We walked in and the ladies went and put the kettle on straight away. So you know you're welcome then, aren't you? When they go and put the kettle on, you you know you're in for a, a nice time. So that was lovely. We then went into um, Chester I took them on a very quick whistle stop tour um, past the cathedral um, along the rows if you've never been to Chester then it's um, the main shopping streets are still based on the um, medieval buildings and the Tudor buildings with various additions so the shops are in two rows um, you've got the the you know ground floor and the the top floor um, so quite often the top floor will be a different shop not always quite often uh, I then whizzed them um, along the bottom of Bridge Street along um, Pepper Street to the um, one of the gates it's a new gate but it's on the site of an old gate um, Chester was the only remaining walled, fully walled city in Britain until the 1960s when they decided to blast their way through two of them um, to stick the main road through um, so this gate is a, a replacement gate it's obviously not a real one but um, it's in the position on the walls. You can walk around the walls, but we didn't. Um, it, but it's a lovely walk if you get a chance to. Um, I showed them the site of the bathhouse, and then I took them down to the amphitheatre. Um, and so we had a little um, look there. And we saw a Roman soldier patrol. We then went back to Patisserie Valerie, um, where we were then joined by um, some lovely people. We were joined by Debex. We were joined by Daisy Frog. And we were joined by Kath Wood, who, how she managed to leave Patisserie Valerie with her own sweater still on, I don't know. She had made um, 
a blank canvas by Isola Teed and she had spun the yarn herself and it was some pick perfect so gorgeous gorgeous rich colours which she then plied with I think uh, she said it was a Polworth um, a white uh, a natural white Polworth and it's just so of course it just subdues the colours but it makes it look delicious honestly it, it, it was just it was like a feeding frenzy you know, we were almost patting her and stroking her, which is just really, really you know, a little disconcerting, isn't it? Um, and then we were also joined by um, Rihanna, Liz and Pauline from um, Fibre and Clay, um, from, from the Knitsford Knit Group that I, I don't see them very often anymore because um, they quite often go on the, the Friday when I'm at work. But it was lovely to um, to see them. Um, I'd ask them if they would like to come along and so it was great to catch up with them so it was really really nice um, Ex Benedict was gorgeous but of course because I had the Ex Benedict because we hadn't had any lunch I then didn't actually have much time for any patisserie because there really wasn't a great deal left so that was a bit of a, a trauma but it was absolutely lovely to just knit in public and gossip and chat and just have a lovely 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 time we then went back to the house and just spent the rest of the, the night doing some skill swaps. So um, I showed them a bit of toe braiding, which I'd learnt the week before. And um, Liz showed me how to put beads on with a crochet hook, which was way simpler than I thought it was going to be. Hugely simpler. Um, Amy showed... Um, no? Yeah, Amy showed Joe how to do jobless stripes um, when knitting in the round. So it was all brilliant. It was all a great skill swap. So... Um, it was just lovely and they were some of the nicest nicest people um, and you know it was lovely to meet people that I hadn't met before meet people again that I had met but to meet people I hadn't met before and to make um, some new friends it was really nice and um, I think I have found a kindred, kindred soul in Stedders um, but obviously there are some bits um, if she's listening to this now she'll be cause, because of what I've just done she'll be looking at me going what? you've done what? Um, but um, she and I may well have been separated at birth for some of our attitude towards things <laughs> so it's just she's just a joy she's an absolute joy and the nicest person and I wish her every success because um, she's not necessarily had the greatest of times at the bit but there we are um, you know I'm rooting for you girl anyway it was just amazing it was absolutely wonderful um, and um, I loved every minute of it and so people are already asking, so when's the next one? So we are, various ones, people of us are researching possible venue um, options. I can tell you there will be another Chester one because I will use that house again because it was great. And it was just absolutely fabulous. Um, so it's just a case of looking at times. But there will be another Chester pod retreat as a bare minimum. Um and then we'll just see where else it goes because my idea was always that it would be a movable feast and would move around the country to come to you so that you didn't always have to come to it. Anyway, do you remember I mentioned the goodie bags? I realised there was one thing I forgot to mention in there. Amy got some little button badges made up and she got ten of those made up and we had ten um, balls of Rowan Pure Wool DK, uh, Pure Wool Aaron. But the astute amongst you will have noticed that there were only seven of us at Pod Retreat. So Amy and Joe and I each took away a remaining skein, uh, a ball, really, they're not skeins, and a badge. And I'm offering it up as a little giveaway. So, I know it's not much. It's only a ball of 
pure wool Aaron. But it's nice. It's nice stuff to knit with. And so it's, um, I've got a pink ball and I've got a little pod retreat badge that says pod retreat Chester uh, 2014 on it, I think. So if you would like to be in with a chance of winning that, then all you need to do is leave a comment on the show notes at yarnsfromtheplane.podbean.com or yarnsfromtheplane.blogspot.com or leave a comment in the thread over on the Ravelry group that I'll set up and I'll give you until the end of the month. Today's the 6th but I may not get it up because I, I haven't necessarily got the software to convert this to MP3 while I'm away. So I may not get it up until I'm home at the end of the next week. So I'll give you until the end of April to um, be in with a chance to win that. And all you have to do is just say, I would love a ball of Rowan Pure Wool, Aaron, because. That's all you need to do. And just tell me that, and then we'll be in with the good old random number generator, and we'll be in with a chance to win it. So that's it, really. It's only a, a catch-up on Pod Retreat. The next episode, I'll catch up on all the things that I haven't knit and uh, give you a, a more general catch-up. But I just wanted to talk Retreat with you because this place is so beautiful and so peaceful, especially when the day trippers aren't here. So I think it's about time I made my way back and found got myself wrapped around a full English breakfast because my stomach's been growling something rotten. So until next time, take care. Bye. You've been listening to Yarns from the Plain. Episodes and show notes can be found at yarnsfromtheplain.podbean.com Comments can be left there or at yarnsfromtheplain.blogspot.com or you can message me on Ravelry, where I'm Tales from the Plane. You can email me at yarnsfromtheplane at googlemail.com. And you can also find me at Twitter, where I tweet as Tales from Plane. Go on, make yourself heard. <laughs>